And she says, oh, so Brennan's like the hall monitor for the church. <laughs> you're just, I could just, I would just laugh and you can just picture, picture you coming outside with like your squeegee. <laughs> hey, 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 get out of my parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to the Over the Top Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan, and my co-host over here, Rudy. Rudy, say hi to the folks. What's up? What's up, mom? What's up, dad? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad that my mom finally got my dad to listen to my podcast. (laughs) I mean, my mom could never do that because she... If she got to, if she listens to this, what do you think her reaction would be? Would she laugh hysterically or be like... This is a waste of time. Like, what would her reaction be? I honestly, I couldn't tell you. I mean, the the state of mind that my mom is in now, she'd probably just be like, hmm. like, honestly, she wouldn't have much of a reaction. Like, her reactions, one, are slow, and two are just very, like, they're very lackluster. Like, my mom, like, when me, when me and Julie, uh, you know what, I'm going to dive right into a story. When Julie and I, um, announced to my mom that we were engaged. My mom just kind of like didn't do anything. <laughs> like it was just like, <laughs> oh, like it was yeah. literally just like, oh, what else is new? <laughs> yeah, like I was like, I was like, yeah, like we're engaged. She's like, oh yeah, I see the ring. I was just like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. sweet. Well, this was great. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, my mom, my mom doesn't really react to things. So yeah. I mean, there'll probably be times when she's just like, I can't believe you said that. I can't <laughs> believe you said that on the internet. <laughs> like she'd probably say something like that. Like she'd be like, Why are you swearing on the internet? <sighs> like, I don't know. Like anytime I say anytime I say that. A word or the or the S word, yeah, no. So, yeah, oh. my mom was just be like, well, "Well, it's okay." Yeah, it, so. yeah, like that reaction of like, "Oh, that's nice." Ah, okay, that's nice, cool. Yeah, but how 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 does your mom react to these episodes? I know she listened to the most recent one. She thought it was hilarious. She thought it was oh, actually geez. really funny. Yeah, like honestly, my family is even Holly sometimes was like, "Man, your family has a really interesting sense of humor." Sometimes, like. We uh, we had, like, our virtual family night, like, you know, uh, physical distancing, I guess. Uh, and we did, like, Jackbox games. So, like, you know, there's, like, Drawful. There's, like, Quiplash. <laughs> Anytime we do, like, just, like, like, describe a word or what's the best title for this, my family usually goes, like, potty humor all the way. Like, <laughs> and oh, that's so funny. I posted. So, me and your family, we get along so well. Oh, oh easily, easily. Like I actually made Holly laugh hysterically. I wasn't sure if she'll find this funny because Holly Holly's potty humor is not as high as I am. Like she's not like a huge fan of it. So we were given three letters to turn into an acronym. So it was U A D, and my brain immediately thought, <laughs> I, my brain's weird, man. I immediately thought upper ass department. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I don't even know. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I have no That's clue where beautiful. it came from. And I just put it in and I knew my family would find it hilarious, but I thought Holly would be like, oh, that's not funny. Don't use the word ass. 
That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and I won That's that round funny. too. I won that round. Everyone voted for mine. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I mean, they probably voted for yours because Holly was laughing so hard. Oh, probably. Probably. She's like, oh. Because you ever you ever had that? Like I, when I play Jackbox games, literally like somebody will share an answer that like, or like any of those kinds of games, like um, like apples to apples or like cards against humanity, like those kinds of games, somebody will, it'll be their turn. Somebody will read out somebody's card or they'll read out somebody's answer. And like somebody will laugh so hard at that answer that it's just like, nobody can even think about any of the other answers or responses given because it's just like, yeah, we're all just too busy laughing at this one. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and like, it only takes one person to just lose their mind and then everyone else loses their mind and yeah. it just starts to think it's funny by association. Yeah. No, no, you're totally right. Yeah. It was a great time. It was a great but, time. But I mean, that is pretty funny. Upper ass department, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's honestly golden. Yeah. I, I think it's, I'm glad it won because I think that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, so yeah, lots have been going on. It's been a while that we recorded a, an episode, but it's just because so much is yeah. happening on your side with wedding planning. Um, uh, do you want to just fill some like updates really quick? What's been going on? Yeah. I'll, I'll rapid fire some yeah, updates fire. for 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 the audience. Um, so peeps, um, <laughs> peeps, peeps. I have a funny story about peeps. I don't know if I've shared it, but I'll share it after. Yeah. Anyways, peeps. Um, yeah, I moved. So at the beginning of the month, May first, baby. Yeah. I moved into my new home. This will be my marital home with Julie and I when she moves in with me. Nice. Yes. Yeah. So Julie will move in um, uh, July 10th, obviously, when we get married. And um, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be living together in here. But for now, it's just me. So I get the place all to myself for another couple months, which um, you know, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, also, my my wedding is less than two months away. So that's a little nerve wracking. Yeah, it is. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah, it's it's actually nuts. Uh, we don't have our suits. We um, <laughs> there's so much on 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 my part of things I need yeah. to do. I have the you know what's annoying. We don't have the suits, but I have your guys's wedding gift. Like I have the groomsman gifts all ready to go, and it's just chilling out at Julie's place. We have uh, we have our wedding bands ready to go. Julie has a wedding dress. Oh, nice. That she just needs. She just needs to get it altered. Yeah. I don't even have a suit. I don't even have a suit picked out yet. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, for our listeners, that's what that's what Rudy and I and all my groomsmen are going to do on Saturday. Yeah. In like four days, we're going to go and do a curbside fitting. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We're going to do a curbside fitting because buying suits online is just impossible when you've got a badonkadonk as big as mine. <laughs> It's really hard. (laughs) Yeah, and like like suits, like suits are so expensive. I'm just like I'm trying to like not break the bank on on wedding suits because like I don't have that much money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like I I don't I don't want my my groomsmen having to like break the bank either. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're so uh, so basically with curbside that means you just. So we're like we get fitted, like uh, they see our measurements, but we can, are we actually allowed to like? Can we put them on? Like, how does it work? Like with pants and stuff like that. I honestly don't know. Um, like when, like when we did the wedding suits for your wedding, 
when we did the fitting, like we tried on pants yeah. and, and jackets and stuff until they kind of found the size that fit well. Um, I'm, I'm not too sure. Like it's curbside. So I don't know if maybe they have like a curtain dressing station they're going to set up outside and like, be like, here, go in there, try these pants on. Like, I honestly don't know. Um, so yeah, maybe it'll be that. Maybe they'll literally just take our measurements. Like, yeah. I, I honestly, I don't yeah. know. But they'll know what to um, do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've been doing it for a while, yeah. so they'll, yeah, they'll have it all. They should have it all figured yeah. out. But um, yeah. So dude, dude that's yeah. awesome. I'm excited for that. Yeah, and then um, oh, the final biggest update. I got a cat. Aww. Boom. I showed Rudy. I showed him. Uh, I showed him the cat. Her name is. We're just gonna say her name is Cheese. That's the name Julie likes. I, like the name. I mean, I like the name Cheese. Yeah. I mean, I think Faith is a human name. I don't really <laughs> like it as a cat name. So. So I mean I I don't like it as a cat name. I I I don't like it for this cat anyways. I don't think I don't think she's a faith. Um anyways, yeah. So yeah, we got a cat and she is acclimating cuz we've only had her for a little over 24 hours. So Man. she's chilling out in that one room, getting used to the smells, getting used to her new home. And uh I think tomorrow I'm going to open the door once I get back home from work. Um, cause it will have been about, it will, have been, it will have been over 48 hours. So I'm like, you know what? At that point I'll close my bedroom door, close the bathroom door, open up the office door, let her, let her roam out, roam around a little bit more. I don't, I just don't want her to, you know, come out and hide under another thing. No, no, no. Like, I, I don't want it to just be like from one thing to the next hiding, like, you know, give her limit the amount of things she can hide under. So it kind of like forces her to get out and get used to everything. Yeah. You know, but like I'm not forcing her out. Like I'm not coming out and shoving her out. I'm just opening up her spaces slowly, <laughs> so that by the time I do open up the bedroom and the bathroom, she's not just going to go in there and hide under the bed all the time. Okay, no, yeah. dude, that's awesome. You got a cat, and like, what? Like, quick question: What made you guys want to have a cat? Was this like in the works for a while? Like, you both wanted a cat, or was this just out of the blue? Yeah, no, I've. Honestly, I've wanted a cat for so long, for so many years now. Mm. Um, and, you know, um, like quick story, shortly before, um, well, like uh, years before <laughs> Julie and I started dating, like I, I think I've mentioned it before, I had an ex-girlfriend um, and I had literally gotten a cat like probably like a few months before that split up happened. Mm. And uh, I couldn't take the cat with me. So the cat stayed with her oh. and uh, she ended up keeping the cat. Oh, okay. So that's good. At least the cat at home. Yeah. It, well, it, it certainly wasn't good for the cat. Oh. Um, unfortunately, she let the cat get very overweight to the point that it couldn't uh, clean itself anymore. Oh. So like anytime it used the cat litter, like she'd have to clean poop off. It's oh. it like, cause the cat just got so fat yeah. oh. and angry. And like, the sad thing is like uh, the cat was already prone to like, being very moody and touchy all the time so like yeah like when the cat got fat it just got even more moody so it was just yeah. like alright well Oops, excuse me I burped um, but yeah so so yeah all of that to say I've wanted a cat for years years so I've really just been waiting until I had the I had the means to take care of one I had the space for one yeah and, space um, yeah, yeah. And, and Julie and I had to go over our budget a bunch and, you know, make sure that this actually would work. Um, and in the past 
few weeks, we actually realized that we had over budgeted on quite a few things um, or like quite a, we, we over budgeted quite a lot on a few things. So it was like, yeah, we're actually going to have a lot of like, not a lot of extra money. We're going to be rolling in dough, but like we're, we have a little bit more financial freedom than we originally thought. So, you know, enough, enough that we wanted a cat. Also, I really wanted a cat because I'm a very anxious person. And, you know, I kind of like not too sure how great this cat is going to be for that. <laughs> um, but I, I, I wanted I wanted a cat to kind of help with that, yeah. you know, like like pets can help with anxiety and stuff. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, you know what? Like, I'd love to get a cat start there. Dude, that's awesome. But um, I'm very happy for yeah. you guys. Like, I'm glad a lot of cool things like, you know, you got a new space, um, you know, especially the after the last one was terrible. This was like definitely actual space at you. And once Julie moves in, you have enough space, the privacy feels like a home. Actually, I'm guessing feels like an actual home, like environment. You got your own kitchen and everything. You don't have to share it with anybody else except yourself. And uh, at some point with Julie and, and it's, it's, that's so cool, dude. Like I'm especially with the market right now and with uh, the housing market in the South Ontario or enti- Ontario entirely is insane it is insane okay. it's it's very tough for first-time home buyers uh a young couple especially when they just got married and, and some like there's a lot of stories where people just move in with their in-laws or their parents or but it can't always be that you know unfortunately it can't always be that path for everybody some people have a different path yeah. so but i'm very glad you guys have a a great place to stay at like that's this is awesome really cool yeah and hopefully at some point yeah. i can visit you and uh meet cheese the cat well, so yeah, you can go over and meet cheese. Yeah, meet cheese the cat bring and uh, bring Holly over, and she can meet cheese too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Anyways, how 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 have you been, man? What's new with you guys? <laughs> well, not much. Um, <laughs> we <laughs> not much. Not much. Um, I mean, I guess one really cool thing, and this will kind of tie into my story time segment. Holly's kind of was kind of wanted to really do some outdoor activity especially being like with the lockdown or the shutdown or whatever you call it nowadays. I don't know what it's called. The stay at home thing. Yeah. Stay at home order. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it sucks. Um, it's a, it's a lockdown. It's, it's, it's very, it's, it's not fun being at home, you know, after work all the time, not be able to go anywhere. So she really wanted to do something like outdoor activity wise besides biking. And she, this, and you probably know this, there's, there's this whole trend now where people are starting to do roller skating and rollerblading. And she started to do that. Like she started, she was interested in it. And she wanted me to be involved with it too, because it's something for us to do together. I said, what the heck not? I used to rollerblade as a kid, but that's been like, I think 18 years ago. Um, so it's been a while. And so I, she, she ordered actually her birthday is coming up and my birthday is a month after her. So we just decided, Hey, let's just do our birthday gifts now. So she, I bought her roller skates and she bought me roller blades. So, uh, the, you bought her roller skates. Yeah. So she wants roller skates and I want roller blades. Like, I mean, people might say they're the same thing for her. if she, if they're not, they're not, no, they're not. I mean, yeah, they're wheels on, on a shoe, but like it, it's, it works differently. Uh, but it's been fun. Like we were able to, we actually go to this, uh, 
it's like a sports center slash community center where we live. And I mean, the, the drive, like the parking lot is like the, it's paved pretty well. There's some cracks, but it allows us to practice, you know, jumping or stepping over when you go quick. But they actually, they have also a tennis court, which is unfortunately locked because of COVID. Um, but they actually have another tennis court that's not fenced, but it's actually like, it's, it's not maintained anymore. So there's like grass, like there's cracks and grass growing through it. But it's it's still like it's flats and there's only a few cracks here and there and it's super smooth, super smooth. So that's where we learned to, to do it. And we're just like hour and a half. We're just like going around and just having a blast. And she's already learning how to go backwards, how to stop. And I'm learning how to take sharp turns. I'm still learning how to stop. I'm not I'm no pro. You're no pro. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm not a pro. Let's hear that story. I want to hear, um, I want to hear your mishaps. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my mishaps. <laughs> my mishaps, my hangups. What's that? <laughs> make me laugh or make me cry. I'll, I'll try to do both. Um, so what I'm going to share that you might be like thinking, okay, I see where this story is going. I know what's going to happen, but it actually doesn't. So, and I'll tell you what happened. So, oh, okay. so I was out by our streets here, uh, you know, just practicing rollerblading. And our house is like at the bottom of a hill and the hill's not super steep. Like the slope, it's pretty steep enough. If you're biking, you'll get some like a decent speed. Like if you're going downhill, especially when you're going rollerblading. So as I'm like at the area where it's flat, you know, practicing, I'm like, okay, it's time to go home. And as I'm going towards the hill where it leads downhill to our house, I'm like, Oh shoot, this looks actually much steeper than like when you're actually at our house. I'm like, okay, I'll just do it like I did with skiing, which I only did once. And for those who understand skiing, you go zigzag, you know, keep your speed, you're, you know, controlling your speed. I tried doing that, but I've only started rollerblading once. No clue what I'm doing, no clue how to stop. I'm starting to do that zigzag. It's not It's not really working. I, I'm trying to make the sharp returns. It's not working. I'm, I'm more kind of really going straight down the hill. I'm first praying, like, you know, I'm, I'm just praying our Father who art in heaven. And forgive me for my stupid reasons. I do not know what I'm doing. And I'm still going fast, still going fast to the point where I'm starting to say, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> and, and the scariest thing is, is at the end of, uh, of the hill, is no pavement it's just gravel and then this huge cement block because they because we because uh there's like an old bridge there that they they blocked off because they don't want cars to go through so there's there's literally a wall a cement wall with like with uh with gravel so i'm just gonna run into this thing and and die so (laughs) i'm like "Ah!" just like yelling "Ah!" just yelling down the hill and i see and i see on the side i see like this driveway where it's fully paved and i make a sharp turn and i eventually be able to like just go through this this driveway so i actually make it out alive i'm like oh thank you lord oh oh, i'm good oh geez oh okay all right you're thinking you know people are listening oh you know I, i thought he was gonna crash thankfully i didn't but the story doesn't end there. <laughs> I, I like I, I'm you know I'm like okay yeah you know I did it yeah I'm super cool no you look like a dweeb yelling down the hill like ah! <laughs> I I'm like okay that's it Whew, okay I'm gonna I'm gonna head back inside not tell what happened you know that was kind of embarrassing I'll just make my way back to the house and <laughs> I head to the stairs and 
I take out my rollerblades and I'm like, wow, this first time rollerblading after 18 years, I didn't fall once. Fantastic. I almost died even, but I didn't fall once. Literally, I take my rollerblades off. I take one step and totally just face plant onto the stairs. And I twisted my ankles in some way. I'm like, oh, it just, I was like, oh, take come it. Oh no. So I come in, I come into the, I come into the part of the, into the house. I'm like, oh, geez, ah. And I says, did you fall? And like, and I wanted to lie to her, say, yeah, I fell when I was rollerblading. I'm like, I can't lie to her. So I said, yeah, I, I felt when I got my rollerblades off. It's like, wait, you <laughs> fell after rollerblading? You freaking knob? I'm like, yeah. And it's like, oh, you're such a, Aww. you're such a goofball. And, <laughs> and I kind of like to annoy my wife a lot. And she does the same <sighs> thing. I started doing the Peter Griffin. I, I don't watch Family Guy a lot, but I start doing the oh. Peter Griffin where I'm like, <laughs> Ah. 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 <laughs> like like the whole night it's just like would you stop it i'm like just keep doing that. that's so funny oh gosh oh. dude and i go to work the next day and i'm like you know i'm kind of limpy because my ankle's sore and uh people saying oh what happened it's like well i was rollerblading and then they they assumed oh and you fell i'm like well, I fell after rollerblading. Like, seriously? It's like... I fell after I was all done. Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm being honest here, man. I'm being honest. I could have told you that I wiped out, like, after doing the sick move or something. So, but yeah, that was... that. Yeah, that that's what happened. Um, uh, a little side... Extra little side funny funny piece to when it comes to roller skating. Holly and I were kind of looking for some places to roller skate. And I said, oh, we should definitely go to the church because I know like that parking lot's wow. really like that's nicely paved. And uh. and and I said and Holly said, okay, are we allowed though? I said, well, I mean we could do it when Brandon's during his shift. I mean he could come and chase uh-huh. us. <laughs> <laughs> And she says, "Oh, so Brennan's like the hall monitor for the church. <laughs> You're just, I could just, and we're just laughing. We could just picture, picture you coming outside with like your squeegee. <laughs> hey, 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 get out of my parking lot! <laughs> <laughs> and just, you just, you start chasing us. Oh my gosh! Oh and just my have God. like, let's just have a new segment. And Holly said, "Yeah, just have a new segment on your podcast, like." <laughs> that's funny oh my word oh, dude uh no you guys could totally do that you could totally come to the church yeah. and do that because um like people go there and there was a guy at the church the other day who was um actually there were two uh so one guy came to the church um like you know beginning of spring like literally like a, a few weeks ago yeah um, and he came, like, I guess he unloaded his, like, little, it was like a little mini dirt bike. It was just a smaller one. Oh, cool. And um, he was just practicing doing wheelies on his little dirt bike. Yeah. And, like, just up and down <laughs> the, the parking lot. It's a good parking and lot then, for um, yeah, yeah. No, it's a big parking yeah. lot. And then um, and then in the wintertime, this guy, this guy rolled into <laughs> to the, uh, to the parking lot after like one of like the last big drops of snow we had and this guy this guy he had a um he had freaking (laughs) he had a porta potty on the bed of his truck 
<laughs> so he comes into the truck and he has a porta potty like strapped into the back of the truck yeah. and he starts doing donuts. He's like trying to like do donuts in the parking lot. This freaking porta potty strapped onto the bag. It was just so ridiculous. Oh man. Yeah, it was just it was just whack. That's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, uh, crazy. he's like, I know I'm supposed to bring this to the construction site, but eh, I'll just do some wheelies here. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good, it's a good spot for it though. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. So yeah, that was, oh, that was is. my, oh so, yeah, no, you guys can totally. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully at some point you guys can like, yeah, like if you guys plan to get roller skates, like you, we can help like, well, Holly for sure will help you guys out. Cause I have no clue what the heck I'm doing. Obviously. I can't. I can't even get I mean, up. I, I can't I even get up a, a, a set of four steps without falling <laughs> like a knob <laughs> uh, on like on your two flat feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, dude. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I've 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 been um, roller skating a long time ago back in Cambridge. They used to have a roller rink. Yeah. Um, and it was so cool. It was actually like that's why I really want to get roller yeah. skates. Like I like roller skates versus roller blades. Yeah. Uh, their roller skates are easier. <laughs> um, so I'm like, I'd, I'd rather have those. Like those are so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm hoping we could do that. So that'll be something fun to do. Uh, but yeah, yeah so that was, I guess, I guess it was sort of a funny story. Like, I mean, maybe funny for you, not for me. Cause that was embarrassing, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. uh, yeah. So pretty funny. What, what, what is your story? Oh, you know what? Um, I don't think I've shared this, but it lines up with, with our last episode and so this will be my funny my funny story so <laughs> so, <laughs> so we have a new staff member i've mentioned it before yeah. um and it's a lady it's this older lady she joined our staff um like joined the facility staff so she's a new okay. facility she's a new custodian yeah. And, um, and she's great. Honestly, she, she's really like, she's detail oriented and, and she works, she works hard. Um, but since she joined, somebody has been making it a bit of a habit to come out to the church late at night and just take nasty, massive shit <laughs> in our parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one kind of happened like in the winter time when it was still really cold <laughs> and if you go into the parking lot right now oh you can see the spot where the toilet paper because and this is the thing oh man. they kind of like they poop they come they poop in the parking lot and then they wipe their butts and like put toilet paper on top of it it's really <laughs> weird it's so, it's so weird and they keep going to like generally the same spot to just to just drop down and take a dump drop trow yeah like and so oh it's just it's it's so funny so like so yeah somebody's been coming and taking a dump oh <laughs> Like they've literally crapped like four times. What? That Kendra has had yeah, that that our new our new staff, Kendra, yeah, she's had to clean it four times, four different times. She's had to clean oh. up this poop <laughs> in the parking lot. And like the now the funny thing is, like Kendra is adamant that this is like this is a malicious attack 
against the church or <laughs> her personally. And like, whoever is doing this is doing it to, to make her mad or like just hates the church and is just taking a dump on our parking lot because they hate the church or something. And like she's been getting so heated. Like we have now deemed them the parking lot pooper. The parking lot pooper. <laughs> so, so yeah, like we we have oh. we've literally it's to the point now where like we've checked the cameras and um like we've seen what like when we think they've come in, but they're coming in at night and right now our cameras don't have night vision on right. them. Yeah. So like if they come at night, like, and we have to turn, um, we have to turn our parking lot lights off now because like our neighbors across the street have complained about them. So now really? we have to turn. Yeah. So now we have to turn those parking lot lights off. Like I think around, around 11, around 11 PM, we turn them off so that they're not just super bright and bothering our across the street neighbors. Okay. But, um, but yeah, so now like we just we can't see oh you can't see who's been pooping <laughs> and because it's so dark and we don't have the lights on so we see headlights come into the parking lot we see kind of where they stop and sit for a couple hours and then yeah and then that's where the poop is so no i just I, like she comes into work and they what was her name kendra kendra you should like to say i'm sorry kendra but the parking lot pooper is striked again. <laughs> no! it's, yeah, it's so it's so funny. She's the one who comes in and finds it because she's like oh. she she's the opener now. So it's just like oh no, yeah, it's just oh like, man, Fork Kendra has to clean up all this poop. Oh my gosh, oh it's so funny. Would you share that though? I do remember. I don't know when this was. Was this like a year ago? Like you, I, I, I mean, again, I, I'm very bad at following you on Snapchat or anybody. Like, I feel bad because you always oh. send me Snapchats. However, though, I do remember the Snapchat where you you were saying, like, I went, like, you're, like, in the parking lot and saying, so I just found this human turd, like, you know, was it in a bag or, yeah. like, what happened? Yeah, it's, so that one, that one was, um, that one was different, I think. And I was actually, I'm pretty sure I was at the church at night when that one happened. Oh, okay. Um, went up to the roof to watch the sunset one night and we were in the parking lot. Like we went back down to the car when it was like dark. Yeah. And I saw a van um, and somebody kind of get out of their van um, over at the back of the parking lot. But I was like, and they kind of went around to the side where I couldn't see them. And I just kind of sat there. I was like, I wonder what they're doing. And then they left after a little while. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't go over and check like, cause I didn't really see anything immediate. I was just like, oh, okay, well, whatever. Yeah. Um, but then like, uh, like the next, like the next couple of days, I I was out. I went out. I went out the front, and I was like, "Oh, you know what? There, it looks like there's some garbage out there." So I went out to check it, and I was like, "What is this?" And I, it was like a big newspaper, and like <laughs> I I picked it up by like the one part, and it was just it was just poop. Oh, it was poop and some like napkins in it. Oh. I was like, "All right, so I guess those people came here to." <laughs> I like how the blue light they are just to cover it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Like in in this case, I really don't think that was malicious. I think they just couldn't make it home, and so they Probably. stopped. Probably oh, threw man. some threw some newspaper down and crapped on it. 
<laughs> so at least it wasn't hard to clean but like oh, oh that was man. so funny but yeah kendra's had like like people just straight up pooping on the pavement and oh, just wiping man. and leaving toilet paper on top like it's it's gross so. oh man yeah that's the parking lot pooper the parking lot pooper it could be someone who's just messing with you guys who knows but i mean really like if that's what you're gonna do like just take a shit on, on, on the in the parking lot. Like I would imagine them throwing it at the building. Like they would have a whole bucket. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing poop. In the oh, screw this place! Oh, <laughs> just man. like chucking it. That would be, that would suck to clean up though. That would suck. Oh yeah, no man. Oh, that would be ruthless if someone threw poop at the side oh, of the building. Man. Oh, that would be awful. Especially the windows. Like, oh gosh. Oh yeah, that would be terrible. <laughs> But like the the sad thing is in stuff like that, when people don't like an establishment, like going and vandalizing it, you're not like you're not hurting the the ones in charge. Like you're not you're not really hurting the ones who are the reason why you don't like that establishment. Correct. Yeah. The only people you're hurting are the ones who have to go out and clean it up. That's right. And it's like, yeah, like so like if, if someone is maliciously pooping in the parking lot, it's kind of like yeah, you're not really hurting the ones who have made the decisions that made you want to leave. You're just hurting the custodians that have to come and clean it up. Yeah. Like, we have no say in what goes on here. We just clean the building and fix stuff. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just like, so yeah, if if your like, plan is to, man- is to maliciously vandalize something, it's kind of like, well... The only the only person you're hurting is somebody who really hasn't done anything to you or made you angry. So unless yeah. it's someone that you or the other custodians have a friend like Todd Packer from the office leaving a turd uh, yeah. or whatever that was yeah, in the Todd, office. If it's a Todd Packer situation, that'd be so funny. One um, of my friends is like, "Hey, I left a present for you." Yeah. That would be, be so funny. Brendan's wedding is coming up and uh, a lot of people who are actually planning to get married this year or this past year during the pandemic, it's been very tough. Uh, I can't relate because I've been married right before the pandemic started, but as the pandemic happened, a lot of people had to move their dates that they planned originally, either because they were hoping that things would open up again, which it hasn't. Personally, I would say this, the main thing, if I if our wedding, like if Holly and I had our wedding during the pandemic, I think the main thing that would suck the most is not the place not the time but the people that won't be able to attend i think that's probably the most thing that would really be the toughest for us like especially Mm -hmm. having family from our from my home country not be able to come would be heartbreaking but also like friends and family like friends i want to be there i want family to be there like i would hate for them not to be there and that they can't make it that will be the problem for me personally i would say personally that would be the the roughest thing for me I know for Julie and I, um, the big, like the first issue was, um, will we be able to have everyone there that we wanted? Um, And which is why we postponed because originally we were supposed to be married in 2020, the fall of 2020. um, And we, the way the lockdowns and stuff were going, um, it was not looking like we'd be able to have like all of our guests at our venue. So we decided to postpone because like, I really want my mom there. Um, and, you know, we wanted to try and, and leave. Like we, we wanted to try and get everybody in there. Like we wanted to have everybody there. 
Um, so we were like, all right, we'll postpone um, and we'll, we'll hopefully next summer um, or like in a few months at least, like when we decided to postpone, the very least we would have waited like an, an extra eight months from the time we postponed. Like from the time we were originally supposed to be married, we knew that the very least we'd be waiting at least eight months later than that date. Yeah. Um, it turned out to be like 10 months later than that date. Um, almost a year. So, yeah, almost yeah, almost a year essentially. When we planned to postpone, it was it, it essentially took our um, you know, six months six months of wedding planning or, or a little more than six months of wedding planning and turned it into like, like a year and a half yeah. of wedding planning, yeah. Um, which, yeah, which really sucked. Like that was a really hard decision to make. Um, it was a really hard decision to live through and to continue to live through because it's just like, yeah, we, we wanted to be married sooner than this. We wanted to start our lives together like months ago. Um, and that's been like, I think that's been the hardest part is just that we have had to wait on being able to do these things together and like, like really get our life started and, and like live together. Like there are so many things that like would be so much more convenient, would just be so much more better for us if like we were actually living together and actually married, Yeah, but yeah. we're not. And so, you know, like there are just, there are morals and rules and just like different things that we need to abide by because we waited uh, out of respect for wanting to have our people there. And as well out of respect for like our families, um, you know, it, it, I, and, and, and don't get me wrong. Like it wasn't anybody else's decision to make us postpone. That was our decision. Like, and another thing that's been difficult is the conversations I've been having with people. Like I've had some family members who, to be perfectly honest, aren't extremely close in my life. And like, they question the decisions that, that we were making and they, oh. they tried to kind of like give me lectures and like, kind of be like, well, why would you do this? Blah, blah, blah. Like, uh. you know, I had people going both ways where they were like, God, oh, like, don't make her wait, blah, blah, blah. Like you need to do this. And I'm like, okay, one, like you don't have the place in my life to tell me that, like, you don't have the place in my life to, offer anything other than a, I'm sorry, this had to happen. Like, yeah. you know, so yeah. like in, in, in that scenario with that certain family member, I was just like, well, you know what? Like, it's unfortunate, but whatever. I can't even remember how I responded. I was just really nice. So I was just like, all right, whatever. Like I, I wasn't, I wasn't like, yeah, you don't have a place to say anything. I was just like, you know, I just took it and was like, yeah, I kind of just kind of blew it over. Cause I was like, whatever. Like, it was a waste of conversation. Like, like yeah, what am I supposed I was, to do I was with like, this? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, and then I've also had family members and people who were like, you know, as we've gotten closer to the date and these lockdowns and num like COVID numbers just not really improving all that much, if not getting worse. Um, I've had some people be like, so are you guys going to postpone? Like, if you can't have your people and we're, and we're like, no, like, there's no way we're doing that again. Yeah. Um, and I've had some people who are like, oh, like we've had some conversations and some people very much give us the impression that we should postpone if there are certain like if if we you know are stuck in the middle of a lockdown again and we can't have like certain people there then you know there are people who are who have pretty much made it relatively clear that they think we should postpone again and we're just like no sorry like that's not no that's not happening so no we we have decided we're not going to postpone again 
Um, but yeah, that's honestly, it's just that, that was the hardest part was postponing mm. and living with that decision. Yeah. Um, cause yeah, there's been a lot of regret. There's been, you know, there's been a decent amount of stuff we've been able to do. Like, you know, it's sad because in hindsight, there are things that we've now been able to do that we weren't able to do and we wouldn't have been able to do before. Um, like we wouldn't have gotten this place. Um, we like, we, it was, it was so bad that it was to the point that I was looking for like a large room to rent in a house where we would have had like a bunch of roommates oh. as our marital home. And it was just like, you know, like that was just the reality of what we would have had to do. Um, so postponing helped like helped us get here. Um, postponing helped us to greatly increase our wedding budget. Um, and like, not just the wedding budget, but like the budget for, like our home, like our living expenses and stuff like that. Like it helped us to save up even more for, um, for what we need. Cause we're both students. So like, nah, you know, that's Julie, right. like Julie's working like part-time and barely part-time at times cause it's freaking COVID and anyone working part-time is getting next to no hours. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm the only one bringing in the money and like this new place, my rent has like more like tripled. Like my, my rent is three times as much as it was before. So yeah. like we're already dipping into like the living budget that we made that we've been saving for. Cause it's like, yeah, I can't afford this on my own. In, in hindsight, there have been some good things we've been able to do, but I think just with how tough it was to postpone and just how much we are missing, it just, it's hard for us to really see those, those things. So yeah like you said, the, the hardest one was where you wanted to be married with Julie already. It makes things so much easier. And yeah, like uh, that, that's tough. Like I can't, I can't relate to that because our date was set and it worked. We were knew that that's what's going to happen, but I can't imagine what that must be like where we would, we would have to come with the decision of saying, yeah, we got to postpone it. I, I remember like we had a conversation when you decide to postpone it, I think we had a, a, a conversation about how tough that was for you um, about like making that decision. But I'm glad you guys were the ones who were like, this is our decision, ours alone. Like we made this decision together. What are some things that really helped you guys on this journey? Like what are some things that really helped get through? Like, okay, I know it's still months ahead. What kind of kept you kind of motivated, excited? Let's get through this crappy year, I guess. <laughs> if anything, I would say it's helped us to grow closer because this has been one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. And I think it's been one of the hardest things that Julie's ever had to do. Um, and if anything, we've had to lean on each other a lot more. We'd have to, we've had to lean on like on God and, and on our faith a lot more, which also has, you know, been seriously struggling and lacking in that department. Things are just so up in the air with, with life right now in Canada that like there's honestly it's it's tough to see the bright side in things right now um and this past year it's been really tough because not only do we have to postpone but we're also trying to plan a wedding and that like you know is not always fun like there's so much stress that goes into planning a wedding and yeah. if i'm being completely frank like some family members and some friends have not made it easy Mm. um you know we've felt some support but like we've also felt some judgment and just some you know just 
ungrateful attitudes and and it's you know <laughs> it's it's just it's just been a little crappy um and so and then you know just the fact that like planning is so much harder now because like you can call venues and they're just like yeah we don't really know what we're doing but give us your money like give us your money and if you know uh, you're not going to be able to cancel us you'll only be able to move our really? services oh geez so, yeah it's like a lot of places it's just like yeah so we're not moving our date and so if we book something it's just like yeah and we can't use it it's like well we can't use it for the wedding there's no other reason we'd use it and if we can't use it on our wedding day then it's just like wow we've just wasted a bunch of money um so you know there's stuff like that where we've had to kind of like wait to book things until we know we can have it and use it um and then there's just waiting to book things until they're open for us to go in and use them like getting wedding suits you know we're we're doing that like we're going to get fitted for suits in 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 like four days and the wedding is less than two months away so you know it's it's cutting it really close um closer than i'd like honestly i would have liked to have done this sooner um so there's that um you know yeah there's just there's a lot that makes this harder but I think the in hindsight, in in all reality, the out of it all, Julie and I have definitely grown closer. Um, we have been able to work on our problem solving skills together, and we've been able to see. Um, I think it's a blessing that we've been able to see some of the worst of each other in this time. You know, there's there have been arguments, there have been moments where like neither of us was very happy with the other person. I would not in a million years say that either of us questioned whether or not we should be married. That's never been an issue. Like, yeah, we've both known very much that we still want to be married, but like, yeah, we've definitely seen some of the uglier parts of each other and, and each other's families in the past, in the past year and a half. Yeah. That, that kind of stuff's important in any relationship, you know, having disagreements, having arguments, like having fights, I think is important. I don't think you've got a good, strong relationship if you've never had an argument because it's going to happen. Oh yeah. And if you've never tested how you and your partner interact with each other in an argument, like that's, <laughs> that's yeah. going to be really rough. You know, like if you're, if you've decided to get married to someone and neither of you has ever really argued with each other, good luck when that first fight rolls around and you want to be alone, but you can't because now you are married and you have to come back to them. You can't just, like maybe walk away for a couple of days to cool off. It's just like, Nope, you can't leave their house. You are, it's your house. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's yeah, it's, it's stuff that I think is really important. So yeah, we've, you know, we in, yeah. One of the good things is that we've been able to have that. We've been able good. to have those times of growing close together. Um, and one of the thing actually that has been really helpful is, um, you know, my friends are like, my friends said like you and, and the rest of my groomsmen have been very supportive and, you know, just praying for me and, and with me and, mm-hmm. you know, just helping me stay encouraged um, as well. Um, premarital coaching has been good. Like that relationship with, um, with the, with the couple we've been doing our premarital coaching, coaching, our premarital coaching with um, they've been really great and they've been really supportive. So, yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. And again, like that question I was saying, it is a very tough one. Like I didn't expect an easy answer at all. I'm glad there are some things that helped or at least was 
a good thing that came out of it. Like your relationship with Julie is a lot stronger. Yeah, you have conflicts and arguments, but that's tending to happen. But everyone's facing this COVID battle, but it's as a couple, you're facing it together as a team. Holly and I, this is like one of the toughest things we're going through together. Besides finding a place to live and a few other things, this is a very tough one, right? Mm -hmm. Is there something that you feel like you want to share that people are either planning to get married soon or already are getting married soon? Honestly, at the end of my at the end of the day, it'll be something for people to think about outside of COVID because I've I've met with a couple like like more than one couple now that have had to go through the same um the same struggle of postponing their wedding. Um and that's outside of COVID. Like there were other reasons why they ended up postponing their wedding, but Honestly, at the end of the day, um, I would say do everything in your power to not postpone your wedding. If you make a wedding date, stick to it, you know, um, because one, it is your day. This, this day is about you and your, and your spouse, you and your significant other. Um, it is about you to joining families and becoming, you know, becoming like a married couple and, you know, it, it is not all about how other people feel. Um, now, that's not to say, screw everybody else, do what you want. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. a lot of the decisions Julie and I have made have, you know, we've, we've made a lot of decisions out of respect for the people we love. Like, not just our family, but our friends and the people we love. Yeah. And yeah, at the end of the day, deciding to postpone came from, you know, the respect and love we have for our friends and family and wanting to have them there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, there, there was definitely a lot of, you know, chatter from family members that were like, hey, maybe postpone, you know, like, sure, they suggested it. But at the end of the day, it was our choice. We weighed the pros and cons and the situation and we decided to do it. Um, but honestly, I wouldn't have done it. If I had to remake this choice, I would have chosen to just get married. Um, because like this place, sure, it's great we could have found something else, you know, God will provide for us. Like God will provide a way to provide for us. You know, like you just have to work hard and not give up. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it really doesn't matter what situation you're in. And, and I'm one of the people in the world that can say that, like, I've, I've not come from money. I've not come from people taking care of me. I have gotten where I am because God has blessed me with the ability to work hard and have opportunities to provide. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it really is about how hard you work and your tenacity to not give up. Yeah. So, you know, I say that to say, yeah, like I, if I could go back, I would have decided not to postpone and, and gone ahead with the wedding. Um, because at the end of the day, I think that this, they're, you know, postponing, there's just so much unnecessary stress you put on your relationship, um, that you don't need. Like, yes, it's good to have some arguments and see the ugly side of your partner, but you don't need this to do that. (laughs) Life will give you plenty of opportunities to do that. Regular wedding planning will give you plenty (laughs) of opportunities to see that. I can relate to that. Um, Yeah. So, you know, it's like at the the end of the day, I I would, my advice to moving forward for anybody after me will be um, don't postpone go for it. Your family and loved ones, if they love you enough, um, they'll be there. They'll make it. They'll make it work. Um, and if they can't make it work, that's unfortunate. Maybe it doesn't mean they love you any less, but 
they have priorities too. So, you know, at the end of the day, um, yeah, I'd say don't postpone um, and just just go for it. I know for sure it will be a dis- tough decision for people to either decide postponing or sticking to it. Yeah, yeah I, I'm really hoping like for anyone who's either listening, who is either planning to get married uh, soon or is, or proposed or are in a relationship and they're not married yet, they're not engaged yet, but they're thinking, okay, well, what should we do now? What's the smartest thing to do? It's really about what do you want? Mm-hmm. Are you ready to be married? If so, go for it. Yes, it will be tough. And mm-hmm. besides COVID, there's a lot... A lot, a lot of stuff you go through and good things too. Like, of course, I'm not trying to trash wedding planning. There's some great things, exciting things to look forward to, things to check off your list, seeing how this thing, this day is going to grow. But it's tough. It's a tough thing. Yeah. uh, Brandon, I'm glad you shared those thoughts. Um, I'm, I'm really excited for you and Julie. I remember when you proposed the whole plan of proposing feels like it's been years but it's only been like over a year ago but man it's 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 something it's it's really cool to finally you know finally see this thing happen and uh i'm really happy for you guys i'm glad this time the you guys have a place to live uh i know a lot of couples are also having troubles finding that i'm just grateful that uh, you and julie are doing well in a relationship together you got a set date it's going to be good and i'm really and i'm honored i'm honestly personally i'm very honored to be uh there beside you that day yeah so whoever is listening yeah i hope that's hope this has been good stuff yeah yeah my closing remark would just be yeah you know stay stay true to yourself at the end of the day yeah. I, it's such a cliche but yeah. i mean it's true like stay true to yourself stay true to what you believe in um but also be open-minded you know don't be closed-minded stay true to yourself you know um it'll it'll Take you a long way in life. <laughs> you stay a little open-minded. Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah, I think let's wrap it up. Brandon, where can people follow us? And you can follow us on Instagram at the Over the Top Podcast, Facebook at the Over the Top Podcast. You can listen to us on iTunes or Spotify. Tell us how you think of us. Uh, any topic ideas? Thank you for joining us this week, this month. We'll see you when our next podcast comes out to you. But until then, stay true to your mother. <laughs>